that the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. Last time on Soul Story. Having defeated the Rat King, the Fated return to the surface. Brecca appears in the nick of time to not be left behind, but she's no longer a familiar face to some. Felix leaves the group behind in favor of writing a note to the infamous McMorning. The Fated create a scene with a decapitated head in the middle of downtown Malifaux. Al, Jared, and Brecca collect Felix, who may or may not be their friend still. They reunite briefly at the guild hall before Brecca makes a subtle exit. The last we saw of our fated, they were talking to Hopkins as they proudly shared the proof that the rat torment has ended. What will their reward be? Listen, and you may just find out. Alright, cool. Um, welcome to Soul Story. We're a Through the Breach podcast set in the world of Malifaux or some variants thereof of that statement. Today, I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix. Spencer, playing Jared. Bam Bam, playing Albert Long. I'm Logan. I'm playing Rosa. Okay, Logan. Hey, Rosa. Oh, and I'm Alex, and I'm your Fate Master. And we're going to play some fucking games today. So, I'm going to say we are going to be back to... Rosa and Jared and Hopkins presenting this blown out skull. And Hopkins just kind of keeps munching on his apple. Mm-hmm. Oh, where'd, uh, what's that then, huh? It's, uh, some kind of rat royal. <laughs> he doesn't place the head against the table because it's all gross. And I assume the guild keeps their stuff pretty neat. Um, I imagine so. Yeah. Um, so Jared kind of motions with the head a bit. Things seem to be commanding a lot of them. You know. Um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well I was... Mm. He says, as soon as the thing died, sewers went quiet. Things seem to be quiet down there now. Um, he kind of shrugs his shoulders. Not an expert on this kind of thing, but I assume the problem's taken care of. And our special friend? More special than when you met him last. How do you mean? Jared kind of shrugs again at that. Not my field of expertise. You want to know? I would go talk to him, you know, in person. Guy's got an office here. Huh. But he's alive? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't have to kill him? No. Jared says. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I trusted you that uh, if he got out of hand, 
you would take care of him. And if he's still walking, he must not be that special. I guess not. Well, and he starts patting himself. And there's a pocket, and he finds, and he takes out a scrunched piece of paper, and mm-hmm. he hands it to you, but then sees that your hands are full, and turns to Miss Rosa. Um, ma'am, are you our new hire? Uh, Rosa will um, smile and say, yes, I am. It's going to say, I don't recognize your face, but... Uh, Honestly, I don't recognize a lot of faces around here. Why don't you just, and he hands the paper, take this to the bounty office. They'll square you away just fine. Good work out there. I'm, yeah, you brought me a evidence that this has all quieted down. Uh, and he kind of takes another big chomp of apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you're feeling up for it later, come talk to me might have another gig for you. Sounds fair. Uh, with that, Jared is going to look to Rosa and say, uh, let's stop by the office. If your boss is still around, we can try to explain this. Um, he does quickly look to uh, Hopkins. You want the head? Honestly, no, it doesn't. It's just a head, right? There's just some guy down there controlling rats. Nothing nothing to worry about? Nothing to worry about, he says, and uh, takes the head with him. You might take it to McMorning. He might know how to uh, dispose, dispose of it. Rosa just interjects saying, I'm Rosa, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, Al. Yes, yes, yes. Do you actually wait outside the office? Do you go inside the office? What do you do with all your rat tails? The door is open. There is someone inside of there. There is a line of people. Not a long line, like five, six people. I mean, I, I, de- I definitely would have gone in and kind of, you know, scoped it out a little bit. And uh, does like, are, like the people in line, do they seem like they're also holding tails? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's more like this place. The office itself is super small. It only fits a few people at a time. And it's pretty crammed full of uh, paperwork. And it's more like they've repurposed a closet for this. They're not putting a lot of um, effort into this bounty office. Um, so there's like, two people in line. They're talking to somebody. And then there's three more or, like around the corner or in the hallway. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like hop in line. This seems like, you know, it's kind of like the flow of how things are going. Pat in line and kind of just uh, also like, you know, looking around, trying to gauge, you know, do people have more than I do? What's the, you know, what's the situation going on here? Most people only have like two or three. The fact that you have a lot, you are getting a lot of side eyes on. Oh, Al's definitely going to sit there like he's the shit. Or stand. Am I, would I be sitting or standing? I don't know standing. how like there are chairs. Standing. Okay, yeah. Definitely stand there like I'm the shit. If I, if I can see them like side eyeing, just like, all right. The the line <sighs> moves pretty quick, luckily, because you can feel that energy start to turn from envious to potentially violent. Like, really, the only thing keeping them at bay is the fact that they are in the middle of the guild hall. Mm-hmm. They throw their tails on the table. You don't really get a good visual of who's behind the counter or uh, behind the desk at the moment. Um, 
and whoever it is doesn't speak much. You just can't hear the money be counted out. The people take their they're taking their money, but they're there with friends. Like the first two pair, or the first two people in there were friends, and they hoot and holler and leave. And the next person's a single, and the next two are friends. Um, but they leave happy because they just got paid. Uh, but then it's eventually your turn. Do you actually go inside the office or do you wait? Um, I mean, I'd I'd give it a moment, see if, you know, like they come back. Not very long, but I'd see if like they kind of come back yet. But if I'm waiting a bit, I just go in. Yeah, I'm going to say the amount of time it takes for them to get to the academy and talk to Hopkins and decide what they're going next. You'll have time. You'll it'd be better for you to go in than not. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't have just sat there like waiting the whole time. He'd like he figured they were gonna like do something to come right back. So he's just like, yeah, he'll give it like a minute. If they didn't show up, he's like, yeah, I'm going in. Okay. Uh, you see a man with Native American heritage. He his hair's cut short though, and he wears a rather well cared for top hat. He looks pretty stern as he is counting money. He's wearing a nice suit. And and he doesn't greet you as you walk in. Is there like is there a counter to like kind of, like put the t- tails? Yeah, on, there's a desk. Or? Like he's he's at a desk that has clearly had stuff on it, blood, so on. Uh, yeah. If he doesn't like greet me or like say anything, I'm definitely just gonna kind of like not aggressively, but definitely slap the tails down and just give a little. <clears throat> oh, oh, wow. Hello. Hi. Um, are those? Hi. And he kind of blinks and is a little bewildered by the whole thing. I haven't. Did did you get these all yourself? Oh, yeah. And he doesn't seem mean about it. He's just as fascinated. And he has a smile. This is a small smile on his face as he's amused by this whole display in front of him. He's already taking the money that he has and is already counting it out as a reward for you. Am I going to have to flip a deceive here? Because Al's 100% going to say yes. <laughs> then, yeah, if you're, if you're lying, yes, flip a deceive. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Um, cheat it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to cheat it. <laughs> that is a 12 of crows. Who, who are you? <laughs> the name's Albert Long. Go ahead and, you know, tell your friends... Everyone knows where Albert Long is. Oh, well, I i have to put your name up. And he turns behind him. There's actually a chalkboard. And there's clearly someone. He was keeping a high score of people who brought in the most tails. And he races the top person. And he puts your name down. Albert Long. Fuck <laughs> Twelve rat tails. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm just so impressed. I'm sorry. I, um... And he turns around. At this point, his sleeve's kind of chalky. His arm, his hands a little chalky, but he's like, oh, Jericho. My name's Jericho. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Jericho. He, he counts up the guild scripts. Like, oh yeah, that's gonna twenty eight. Twenty eight guild script. That what the funny. fuck? Yep. Oh shit, that's a lo- oh gross. Yep. Fucking. That's why I was gonna share. <laughs> that's fine. Jared doesn't know. well if you're just if you're as mighty as you clearly are uh i have a i have another job but it's gonna require a little extra work you seem like the kind of guy oh yeah at this point 
he pulls out a, a, a nice writ. It's, it's even wax sealed at this point, and he hands it to you. We've got word. Well, someone's been trying to steal our soul stones lately. Is that so? The fiends. We're setting up a trap for the team of them. <laughs> Three days from now, we're going to have four trunks worth of soul stone going on a emergency run. And he winks. If you're able to bring in the thieves, I promise we'll reward you handsomely. Interesting. You piece of shit. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> Is he like handing me this like envelope? Yeah, yeah. It basically just says the same thing that he just said. Okay. It's a good um, thing you said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tuck it in my waistcoat. You, uh, you be smart out there. Oh, I always am. And he'll give him like a, a not in like a sexual way, but a <laughs> wink and kind of like, you know, finger gun. <laughs> a wink and a finger gun. Happily walk out with his cash. Okay. Um, Felix, what have you been up to after you're, you're just hanging out in your office? Yeah. Okay. I'm collecting things in a bag. Okay. Sounds good. But at this point, Rosa and Jared are coming back to the, the bounty office. You're going to see Al walk out. Al, are you counting money? <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he's definitely counting money. Uh, Rosa looks pretty pissed. She's going to um, storm up to him and like hit him on the shoulder. And angrily whisper to him that um, she could have gotten them more money. Wait, what? You're an idiot. And she's going to hold her hand out. I mean, you guys are taking forever. It's fine. Just have no patience. You don't have to. You don't have to get the extra. You know, few bucks. It's no problem. No worries. We'll live. I mean, no, it's, it's is... fine. Don't worry about it. She'll look away from him, uh, head turned away from him, and her hand's still out. <sighs> Women. But, but I mean, I'll, I will hand her some math. <laughs> oh, bam, bam. It's not just an owl thing, is it? <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no. I could do math. <laughs> How much was it? It was 26 total? 28. It was uh, 28. Let's see here. Uh, she'll, if, if he's struggling, then she'll uh, firmly say 12. You don't know how much money there is. Are you just saying 12 for 12 yes. sake? Okay. 12? She'll sternly and viciously and ferociously and everything, every other frothing at the mouth. 12. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Look, look, look. Split the earnings fair. All right? And he will place five in her hand. And then also go to give five to Jared. She will laugh out loud. <laughs> Just a huge, derisive laugh. <laughs> so Jared is going to uh, refuse. He's still holding 
the head in his hands. Oh. I got paid for the other job. Don't need it. And uh, he would motion for Rosa and uh, the writ that they get, the whatever, the, 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 the slip that says that they deserve money. Ah. Oh. Well, then what the hell? Rosa will say, yeah, that's fine. I'll take, I'll take his share, too. So, 17. What? Yeah. No. 17. It's fine. What is... You, can, you, you can, guys are no, doing it, the head. No, it's totally fine. All right? You're going to give him five. He accepted the lower amount. It's okay. You can just <laughs> give me my 12, and I'll take his five. Or, you know what? We can split his five. I'll take two, and you can take three. I'll be nice about it, even though you've uh, you've uh, given me some hard times in the past with your hallucinations and tricks. Oh, for the love of! And Hell just like slammed the other five into her hand. You still haven't given me the rest. What do you? What? That's twelve. Uh, well. A five plus five is not twelve. <laughs> let me tell you, and she'll reach for the money. That's trying to answer thing all over again. <laughs> oh no that that is that was one hundred percent out thing. He gave, he gave her ten. He's like that's twelve. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so uh, she will uh, yeah reach for the money. Uh, whoa 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 whoa! I gave you twelve. What you asked for? You gave me, you gave me ten, and she will, she will hold it up and count it out all nice, like you would to a child learning how to count. <laughs> I need seven more, or uh, yeah, seven, she'll say, I, "I, I need seven more." <laughs> you take me for an idiot. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like, yeah. Well, after you uh, thought five plus five was twelve, yes, I do take you for an idiot. Okay, so we just need the rest of this to handle off screen. <laughs> hey, everybody! Alex here. Excited to get things a little spooky. Wow, it's been a while since we've had an episode this short. Don't mind us as we begin to wind down for our next epilogue. We have a few more I's to cross and T's to dot before we can really move on to our next story arc. As a heads up, there will not be a second release this week. The Ghosts and Ghouls are tweaking our Halloween special, so we won't be able to throw up a Tutor Tuesday for you. If you miss us, go back and listen to your favorite episode. Or continue our quest for greatness by showing episode 1 to a friend. Whatever's clever. We have a few more reviews to get through, but some kind words on our Discord really warmed the hearts of the cast this week. Flavor Davy, the leader of our Sewer Rats gang, told us, I am bursting with love and appreciation for this podcast today. I wanted to share it. Though I really like role-playing, tabletop is something I've never been able to get into, and podcasts are even higher on the list of things that I don't have a lot of natural comfort with. I could never have stumbled on this group accidentally, so I'm feeling really humbled by the tremendous good fortune that brought me here. I feel like I find new things to love about the people, the themes, and the content being produced on a daily basis. Thank you guys, cast and cool kids alike, for being here. You're all amazing. I can't tell you how much this made 
every member of the cast stay. If you want to see us react awkwardly to praise, feel free to join us on Discord. There's a link in the show notes, but for now, let's get back to the show. while you guys are fighting about money jared do you go into the bounty hunting office yes does but does he have the uh the letter because he, he would be holding the head with one hand now just yeah i rosa has the letter yeah so c- would i be able to get it from her you can interrupt if you like well that's what i'm kind of kind of doing with edmund tucked under his like the crook of his arm he's mm-hmm. gonna motion for the letter while they're arguing Rosa will say, just a sec, just a sec. I, I... Oh, God. Yeah, he's, uh... If he's persistent, then, um, she'll, uh, loudly say, uh, well, help me teach him math real quick, and we'll get on our way. If he doesn't know math, doesn't that suit you? Well, he's, he's under, he's giving me less than I deserve at this point. He's taking a huge portion of it. Jer, Jer, she wanted 12. I gave her 12. She's not happy. She'll fan out all $10. <laughs> so, yeah, Jared's going to add, technically I promised him all the rat tails. That would include the money that comes from the rat tails. She's being unreasonable. She'll uh, look supremely upset uh and then Mm -hmm. say fine well he gets no money from the head and walk straight into the bounty office that's fair and uh he continues on let's go talk to jericho uh well uh, as as you like you go and he um i will just grab jared's like uh like elbow real quick he's like we're gonna need to talk after this jared nods a bit but then continues on uh, but then Al will not go, go back into the room. He'll kind of like wait outside. All right. So yes, you see Jericho, who again looks very serious. He's con- deeply concentrating. Mm-hmm. He is at this point. Um, he has two different ledgers out as he's like doing some some fancy math and flipping pages, trying to make sure everything matches up together. Do I know Jericho? Does Rosa know Jericho? You have not met your boss yet. No. Oh yeah. Then then Jared uh, is going to. Uh... Roll the head out from under his arm, holding it with both, like, no, because he has the letter. No, he doesn't. Did she hand it over? Is she just going in with it? No, she just went in with it. Okay, yeah, so then he does hold the head with both hands and says, Oi, bean counter, how much will you give me for this? And then presents uh, Edmund out for the man to see. Oh, that, <laughs> um, I think you might have, might have us confused with some other business we just don't take we're not a head shop yeah so uh with that he's going to uh motion to rosa yeah and rosa will uh hand him the the paper and he uncrinkles it and like smooths it out on the on the table huh mm-hmm. hopkins huh mm-hmm. looks like his handwriting oh well sure does <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out a thing a script and starts counting and you receive 20 script for the head. 
Yeah, so Jared, who doesn't have clean hands at the moment, uh, would simply motion for Rosa to take it. Rosa will pocket the money and her other $10, if she hadn't pocketed that, that already. With that, Jared would uh, nod back towards the bean counter, and then uh, his business is done. He got paid, unless Rosa wants to stick around. Um, does Jericho like say anything because I'm wearing you know, a uniform? Oh, that's right. You are wearing a uniform. Well, I guess you both are, so I mean... You're Does both- my uniform look any different, though? I mean, if he's an officer or something, I don't even—I don't know what Jared is. I think didn't we discuss this when she was in the Thorn that she wears more like a prep school? Oh, that's right. It's like a blazer and has the emblem on it. That's uh, right. Yeah, so yeah, he'd know that you're an office worker, but unless unless you engage him on it, he's not gonna be like, "Oh man, someone didn't open up the office today." He's a professional. He—he <laughs> uh. he doesn't know who you are either. He's, he hasn't seen your face. If someone said, hey, Rosa, he might be like, oh, but no one said your name. Okay. Um, do I? I guess she'd probably say something. I'm supposed to work here. I'm Rosa. Oh, well, you're a little late later than I thought you'd be by, uh, by a good four hours, but you're here now. And that's wonderful. Just in time for lunch. At this point, he pushes away from the chair, and he he waves you over. He's like, oh, my name's Jericho, and he extends a hand. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, I was uh, busy helping this officer here with uh, the very job we turned in, so I apologize. Um, He can vouch for me if you need it. You can say it was day one job nerves. I understand completely. It's fine. Just don't do it again. I uh, I was going to be here anyways. It was a little busy. I could have used your help. But uh, just, just be here on time in the future, okay? Uh, she'll, you know, give a thumbs up or something. And he reaches around and pats, like, your back of your shoulder. And he's like, ah, so good to meet you. I I really think we're going to do some good for, for Malifo here, Rosa. I really do. Yeah. So if you want to take over the station, I'm going to go get some food. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to walk out. No problem. And then we'll go back to Felix. Hopkins knocks on your door. Is it closed? Is it open? What's the... Would have been open. Okay. So it's the polite knock. Of, yeah. Uh, someone's here. He pokes his head in. He's like, um, Dr. Dr. Hyde? That's not his voice. Yes. Come in. Uh, he takes like a step. And he does not want to be there more than he has to. I um, I wanted to apologize. You're still messing with forces that you shouldn't be messing with. But um, I've heard a lot of good things about, about Jared. And I, I trust his judgment. If, if you came back. He must must trust you too, and I should have expected better, better myself. Uh, and he, like he starts fumbling. He's like, "I'm not good at this." Just um, thanks for the help you did. You're very welcome, Hopkins. Thank you for the foray out of the office. It takes a moment after like this awful fucking apology. 
where uh, where are you going? Oh, it's a little bit of tidying up. Things I'm going to take home. Things just to look at. Disposing of old patient records. The usual. I won't bore you with my mediocre jobs. I'll convince him. I was going to say. <laughs> uh, that is 11 plus or 15 of masks. He nods. Sorry, it's office doctor medical stuff. It all goes over my head so much. I'm just going to go back to what I'm good at. But uh, we, you may hear from us again. We, we may need your help. Those values, like last time, I'm uh, <clears throat> and he, like rolls his head a little bit. Like, You'll hear it from us. He tries to like back out without like touching anything. Uh, you're able to collect your things without further disturbance. It's still only like noon, one o'clock. Uh, I know you said you'd meet the like, morning and the evening. Is there anything you want to do? I'm gonna leave. Okay, where are you headed to? To check the morning's office one more time. Okay. Then back to my place. Okay. Morning is not there. Not sure what they're up to in the middle of the afternoon, but not guild stuff, apparently. Cool. They're out to lunch, having a nice brunch on the terrace. <laughs> so romantic. Oh. <laughs> uh, do I pass by the bounty place? Yes, you do. Uh, you will pass by the kind of crowd of, of people, um, people being your, your trio. There's more people lined up to, to go into the office with a few more rat tails. But the amount of them are, are is definitely decreasing as the day goes on. And so, yeah, what do you guys do? I, Rose is in the office. Jared, what do you do? Honestly, if he's been paid, he checked in with Hopkins. Felix is off doing his own thing. Um, where's Al? Would Al still be outside the office? Yeah, he would have waited for you guys to come back out. Yeah. Um, so he's going to come out of the office, look to Al, still has the head. Because no one's taken it. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, rather than head over to uh, the the disposal area, he simply looks to Al and says, uh, "I'm I'm going home." Um. Oh, well, then I look at him. I mean, are we? What time of day is it? Like, would we like? Is it, are we like calling it a night? Noon or one? Oh, I guess I'll meet you there shortly. I've just got something else I need to take care of. Yeah, he kind of shrugs and just continues on. Never really stopped walking, but he's not in any rush. And, and yeah. still with the head. <laughs> still yes. Still with the head. Ugh. I think Al will kind of like yell, yeah, and get rid of that thing, will you? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we have Rosa working. We have Felix returning home. We have Jared returning home. And we have Al moving towards the brothel and returning home. I was going to say, hey, <laughs> I live there. <laughs> Everyone else has oh, a home. His home is just the brothel, <laughs> which I still have yet to give a name besides brothel TM. <laughs> Good afternoon, morning, and evening, folks. Thanks for giving us a listen today. If you like this episode, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us. For updates and more, you can find us at soulstorypod.com. Do you want to stay in touch? We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at soulstorypod. You can find us on Twitter as well. This man has a stiff attitude to match his stiff corpse. It's Dr. Felix at Musifo. 
He ain't no sim. He'll give you a taste of his right hook before throwing you in the hooskow. It's Jared at Spare Bear the Meek. He's eager for that beaver and has the moxie of a large mouse. Meet Albert Long at Hot Bam with three M's. She has a gun, and we swear she's had an accent all along. It's Rosa, played by Logan at KOTL of the Light. And she's a choice bit of calico and knows her onions. It's our fate master, Alex, at Roll for Alex. God bless America. <laughs>